Welcome to A Night With, the show where we invite members of the TF2 community to discuss the game and the people who play it. Tonight, we're on with Nerd Sauce, an up-and-coming TF tuber who, uh, in, in my opinion, is just brimming with potential. Nerd Sauce, welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you. It's such an, uh, such an honor to be here, such a privilege. I'm glad you think that's... It's it's my pleasure to have you on honestly like it's really exciting what we've got to talk about tonight i think we've got a bunch of topics where people will find them very interesting um so for for people let's start with for people who haven't heard of you and your channel tell us a little bit about yourself oh well uh i've i'm a tf2 youtuber um a scout main so i usually make scout content uh and uh, I just kind of make cool videos that take a really long time to make. Uh, and I kind of just hope it pays off with how cool it looks. Um, and yeah, uh, I guess I like the Force of Nature a lot. That's kind of one of my main gimmicks. But okay. uh, And I make some frag videos here and there. So you're, you're a scout main, is what you said, right? Yes. Good. Honestly, there's not enough of them. Scouts... Scout was my first main, actually. Um, mm -hmm. Like, all the way back from when I started playing. Um, and speaking of what uh, your your TF2 history, what, what made you initially pick up TF2 in the beginning? Oh, uh, well, let's see. Uh, I started back in 2020, but I watched this YouTuber. Uh, he's, I'm pretty sure he's the most famous TF2 YouTuber. His name is Lazy Purple. Um, and I kind of picked him up on my uh, uh, suggestions thingy on YouTube one day, and I was like, wow, uh, I should check this guy out. And I kind of just fell in love with TF2. And uh, ever since then, uh, in Christmas of 2020, I was like, uh, can I get a PC? And I got one, and it was super awesome. And the first game that I ever got uh, was TF2, and... It was just, it was such a magical moment for me. I, I really loved it. Um, wow. So you're, you started playing in 2020? Uh, yes. Wow. Really? Okay. Interesting. So everybody else that we've had on the show so far has had like, like nearly a decade in playing the game. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So this, this is kind of interesting. So you have never seen beyond what the current version of tf2 is balance wise huh uh i actually haven't uh, i never thought of it like that but that yeah I've, I've never <laughs> so seen a major tf2 update before i guess okay we will definitely have to get into that because i think that's interesting <laughs> um how so the next question i have queued up is how has tf2 changed since you started playing which i uh, guess is a little odd but how has it changed since you started playing in 2020? <laughs> uh, well, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, recently, one of the best things about TF2 uh, is the bot situation has <laughs> improved so much since I first started playing. Back in the day, I would have, like, it would take a very long time just to find a server without bots. And nowadays, there's just barely any bots, which is like a dream come true. And... I feel like in some way uh, that was that was on Valve's part, and you know I just like the thought that they're uh, finally giving attention to TF2. And uh, another, I mean, I guess the 
Halloween and Christmas updates were pretty okay, I guess. Um, but other than the bot problem, that's really all that's changed for me uh, in PF2-wise. It's true. I, I started playing in 2017. So oh, wow. right before right before Jungle Inferno and bots were a massive problem. And mm -hmm. there's I it's obviously it's not as bad as it was when you started cuz mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure 2020 was the peak of just an infestation. Bots everywhere. Mm -hmm. TF2 wasn't paying attention to anything or Valve mm -hmm. wasn't paying attention to anything. Um and as of the time of this recording that like botless casual quote unquote there's still mm -hmm. stragglers but that's only been around for like what a few months save tf2 yeah. happened when was that that was like oh geez that was like it's like uh back in july or june that's I think. what i was gonna say july so it's, it's pretty fresh and hopefully they keep on updating it and don't just think okay we appeased we we appeased half of the people let's stop now before they get too <laughs> excited um so you already answered this question. What class do you main, if any? That's scout. Yes. Your scout main. You're a filthy, um, filthy, filthy <laughs> scunt main. I like it. Um, which which class as a scout main is your favorite to play against, and which one is your least favorite to play against? Ooh, that's that's both an easy and a hard question to answer. Uh, mm -hmm. My favorite matchup for scout, or like to uh, play against. Uh, is it's probably either scout v scout or scout v uh, soldier. I think those are two very good and skilled matchups, um, and I think it's a lot of fun um, because you really got to think on your feet, um, and there's a lot of aiming and movement involved. That's why I really like those two matchups. Um, and the hardest matchup for me. Hands down, every scout main will tell you the same thing, Engineer, obviously. I mean, the mini sentries, you know, you just run so easily into sentries, and it's just, it's so annoying. Um, and it just happens so often, like, when you see a, uh, a sentry that's uh, defending a choke point, you basically can't go through that part of the map, uh, mm -hmm. unless you can go around it somehow. Uh, and that's just, <laughs> it's so hard, because as a scout main, you're so used to running in there, taking your territory uh and killing uh you know the other team but you can't exactly do that when there's a sentry that can kill you in like a second that's true that's true do you have a do you have a strong opinion on mini sentries oh i mean i think every scout man is a, <laughs> a hate for mini sentries uh including me uh, in fact i went on a whole rant about it yesterday but basically um Minis are just, oh, I hate them, man. Like, engineers can place them down, and it's so easy for them to, like, just make a new one like that. Um, not to mention, it's just so, it's just, as a scout, you can't focus on two things at the same time. You know, so <laughs> when you're only shooting the engineer and the sentries up, the sentry's most likely going to clean up what the engineer did, yeah. and vice versa, you know? I, I absolutely agree. I have scout was so like i said my first main blah 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 i have since fallen off on using scout as much but i want to get mm -hmm. back into it um and <laughs> what you're saying about scouts only be able only being able to focus on one thing at a time 
is without a doubt the case. I would argue yeah. we all share one brain cell, and <laughs> that's, I mean, that's just part of playing Scout. It's yeah. the best part, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, your, so, your, I was, I was perusing your channel in research for this video, um, mm -hmm. and your channel has an affinity towards the force of nature, which I oh, respect yeah. massively, being a fan myself. <laughs> Cue laugh track. I had a laugh track button here, but I can't find it. Um, I'm playing devil's advocate here. Why should I use the force of nature over literally any other scattergun besides Babyface Blaster? I actually get asked this question a lot, and I always say the same thing. It's, it's both its mobility uh, and its combo. Like, the... The mobility, first off, is just, it's so amazing. I mean, I get it, as a scout, you're already like the most mobile class in the game, but to effectively have just such a big jump um, is just so awesome. Not to mention fan skipping, uh, which just gives you this great speed boost that can also be pretty helpful. Uh, and I use it all the time in my Force of Nature gameplay, uh, mm. and it... It's it's easy to pick up, hard to master, but when you, like, really get into fan uh, jumping and fan skipping, uh, it's just, it's so amazing. Uh, and it's hard to convert back to the scattergun. Um, and the combo potential. I mean, the knockback uh, can just put somebody up against a wall or corner them, and then, boom, guillotine, uh, you know, uh, pistol them. Uh, or really just go for a melee kill, or even just do a double shot. Uh, not to mention it has more burst damage, but not by a lot. Um, but, yeah, mobility and combo potential is what I would say. Okay. You, you mentioned fan skipping, is what it's called? Yeah. See, I, I like to consider myself very well learned on TF2, and I've never heard of that before coming across it on your channel. What, really? What is fan skipping? Uh, well, <laughs> there's actually a pretty big history behind that, but uh, basically, um, there is there's this YouTuber named Sketchek. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of him, but he I've faked not. his death. Uh, he faked his death a couple years back, I think. Uh, he's a pretty big pyromane. Um. Uh... Okay. And he made a video called Fan Boost, and I was just, I was so uh, intrigued, and that's how I actually got into the Force of Nature, and my friend was like, I think we should call it Fan Skipping, and I think it's such, such an underrated tech that not many people knew about it at the time, so mm. uh, I thought, sure, why the heck not, and... We just started. We just started calling it fan skipping, um, and fan boosting, fan skipping. It's the same thing. Uh, but okay. basically, if you like shoot downwards with the force of nature while falling, you get a sick, like, cool little speed boost uh, from the force of nature, which can. There's just so many. It's just so helpful in a lot of situations. Is what I would say. Eventually here, you're going to have to get in a game with me and show me how to do it because I'm, I, I know what like a force of nature jump is, but I don't think I've ever heard it used or like you heard the knockback being used in this context. So, okay. I'm very interested. I, I want to be an aficionado with the force of nature as well. So 
we'll get into you won't it. regret it uh along with the force of nature uh which which secondary and which melee weapon do you prefer to use with it ah uh. Uh, well, again, there's a lot of combo potential with it, but the two main loadouts th that I use with the Force of Nature is the Guillotine and the Atomizer. Um, mm. I use the Guillotine because one meat shot with the Force of Nature and a Guillotine is like 160 damage, something like that, and it's just, you know, big damage. Mm -hmm. Not to mention, I just love using the Cleaver. Um, yes. And it also does some pretty good burst damage against, like, uh, enemies that are far away, uh, you know, such as knocked back enemies. Mm -hmm. Um, and I use the atomizer with it because that effectively gives you, like, a quadruple jump, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it's super helpful in, like, a lot of cases. It may sound like overkill at first, but trust me, four jumps, uh, is, is just amazing. And I have a second loadout where I typically use the, uh, like uh, the Force of Nature, the Criticola, mm. and the Thurin Blade, uh, which is just a reskin of the Boston Basher. Yep. Uh, Criticola, the Force of Nature, you know, does 150 damage, uh, can one-shot a medic and most light classes. Uh, you know, pretty standard combo. It's been around since Criticola's been out. Um, but the Boston Basher is just used to, like, knock somebody back and then hit them with the Basher and... Hope they get some bleed damage out of them. Uh. Okay, I think that I think that most, I, well, those two specifically that you brought up, I think those are great weapons to use along with the Force of Nature. I I offer up a challenge for people who really like the Force of Nature. Um, I I think I got it from a video of some sort. I can't remember whose, but um, the Fan War, the Force of Nature, the Cleaver. Mm -hmm um mini crit combos all day long as long as you know how to get that one initial hit off mm -hmm. feels so good i highly recommend it oh um, yeah that's kind of my go-to that's okay well that's my go-to skunt loadout but that it's 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 also good i promise i promise it's good um which map is your favorite to play on and which Thunder one is Mountain. your least uh oh. thunder mountain is hands down my most favorite map uh a lot of people complain that it's like super annoying because of how long it is mm -hmm. but i like it i love it because the the flank roots in that map not to mention all the funny spots and just gimmicky wacky stuff you can do on that map is scout thunder mountain is so scout dominant right next to demo man it's just, it's it's a scout's playground, um, and there's not a lot of potential for, like, uh, sentry holds, um, mm -hmm. due to how wide the map is, It's usually. so open, yeah. Yeah, so that's why I really like Thunder Mountain. And my least favorite map is probably, probably Upward, because uh, I know a lot of people love the map, and speaking from a scout perspective... I do not like the map at all. Uh, it's just very... Engineer is very dominant on that map. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a lot of uh, sentry spots that are... Uh, it's basically the meta. You know, you gotta have a sentry spot here, here. And upward last as scouts 
it, it's a scout's <laughs> worst nightmare. I mean, you basically cannot play a scout on upward ladders because there's usually like two or three sentries there. It's just bad. It's terrible. Oh man, dude, I've got a I've got a clip that I gotta send you. It was probably <laughs> the highlight of my scout career. Um, <laughs> it. It was it was upward last. They had three sentries and three engineers all watching their shit, and I mm -hmm. managed to flank them and end up end up winning the game by myself. But I'll I'll, I'll send you the clip. It's it's wow. pretty it's pretty sick. I um, gotta see that. <laughs> it's really fun, and I used the atomizer for it too. Mm. Um, so yeah. Uh, what do you think of the way Valve is currently treating TF2? Well, I gotta say, I think they're taking very small steps in the right direction. Um, they, they're definitely ignoring TF2, uh, but they're, they're getting somewhere, you know? It's way better, and they finally fixed TF2's biggest issue, uh, which is the bots. Now, you know, when I say fixed, I don't mean totally fixed. Right. But I mean, right. like, it's way, way, way better than before. Um, and, uh, I think Save TF2 really, it helped Valve realize that people really care for TF2, and I think Valve is, I don't, I don't know, uh, they're, they're trying to ignore it, but they're, I feel like their hand is being forced to the point where, you know, they have to give it some love, and, uh, yes. I think they're starting to realize that maybe Valve, uh, you know, loves TF2. Uh, maybe just a little. Uh, well, we'll, yeah, the one the, the one guy months. that works on it, I'm sure that he loves the game. Oh, yeah, the janitor. <laughs> the janitor at, T at Valve headquarters. Yeah. Honestly, if if he's watching this video right now, if you're listening <laughs> to this podcast, Mr. Janitor, I cannot tell you how thankful we all are for you. And if you're more than a janitor, then step it up, because good lord, yeah. come on. Um. <laughs> And it, all we're looking for is a little bit of game balance, um, which actually is the next segment. Um, game balance-wise, say, you, say you're working at Valve mm -hmm. right now, okay? And Valve comes uh -huh. to you and says, we got to update TF2 right now. Um, we, we can change three things. We can add, remove, like alter stats, three things. Mm -hmm. what, do you, what, what update do you put out? Nerf Sniper, hands down, number one update. Uh, as a scoutman, I usually, I typically don't deal with Sniper a lot because, you know, I'm fast. Um, and, you know, I, do I dodge Snipers a lot and they're easy to kill. Mm. Uh, but when it comes down to it, they're just so, they get free easy kills. Um, and all they have to do to be a good Sniper is aim just a little bit and have good positioning. Um, sniper does take skill, of course. I'm just saying it's not fun to fight against. It's fun to play as, uh, but not fun to fight against. Uh, update number two, uh, buff Spy. Uh, Spy, since, like, day one of TF2, has always been reliant. Like, his gameplay has always been reliant on what the enemies, uh, like, gameplay and how much, how long they've been playing the game for, so... I would definitely buff Spy so that way he can at least have a chance against more skilled veteran players that avoid trick stabs and try not to get headshot with the ambassador. Um, and update number three would... 
I know it sounds kind of stupid, but somehow nerf the gunslinger. Um, <laughs> I'm obviously a biased uh, opinion here as a scoutman, but uh, really, the, yeah. Uh, but I mean, just the I hate. I love the gunslinger uh, to play as. I mean, it just it uh, definitely changes the way that you play engineer to where you can finally play uh, for an offensive way like battle engineer but at the same time it's just so annoying to fight against it really is okay so you would you would nerf the gunslinger if you had to if you had to just pull a random thing out what are you what are you doing to nerf it hmm i don't know um well hmm. i would say if i I would lower the health of the gunslinger to 50 health. Uh, I know that's that's the, a bit the overkill. sentry itself. Yeah, the sentry itself. Okay. Not the not the engineer, of course. I was gonna say. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, just the the mini sentries usually take like two shots to kill uh, because they're affected by damage ramp ramp up. So it would just be really nice to be able to kill the mini sentry in one shot instead of two because it's just so annoying man and mm. i know that may sound a little unfair for the engineer but well but hey it's your update yeah <laughs> engineers engineers will get their update eventually i'm sure yeah yeah <laughs> as soon as i get uncle dane on the on the show then then we'll hear totally. what, a, what an engine main wants to update <laughs> So we're gonna next next up is changing gears a little bit from TF2 to more your channel focused. Okay. Um, your channel is definitely so it's on like the smaller side of TF2 YouTubers. Currently, yes. as of as of as of uh, uh, the 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 sixth of October, you've got mm -hmm. just over 800 subscribers. In oh. general. How has your growth been from the start? And do you recognize any immediate patterns? Well, let's see here. Um, uh, back in my day, uh, when I was first getting into TF2, uh, I started making these videos just to like show off to my friends. And I thought they'd be pretty cool. And I, I just kind of did that for about six months. I'd occasionally upload here and there, uh, maybe make a video uh, that takes a while to edit, and, uh, sometimes, uh, you know, maybe, maybe a couple of viewers would come in here, you know, may maybe blow up in the analytics just a little bit, uh, <laughs> but not too much, you know? Um, and then, I'll never forget this, uh, my, my Funny Moments Alpha video, uh, when I released it three months ago, wow, uh, feels like yesterday, but I guess <laughs> I released it three months ago, and uh, I, I released it, I went to bed, I thought nothing more of it, I just thought it was a more funny video that my friends could re-watch and whatnot. And I, I woke up in the middle of the night, looked at my phone, went on YouTube, I looked at my notifications, I was like, wait, 9 plus, 9 plus notifications? That can't be right, well, what's up with that? And there, there's, the comments, they're all like, Dude, this video is so awesome, so underrated, such an underrated YouTuber, you know? And mm -hmm. I looked at my video, and I'm like, 3,000 views, wow. I had never gotten wow. that before. And now it's at 10,000 views, and ever since then, 
it kind of made me realize that um, I could make this a whole thing. I could make genuinely good YouTube videos. And from that day forward, I kind of just started putting more effort into my videos. And now that's why I'm making videos like I'm a fan of the force of nature and how it feels to be a force of nature. And, you know, just all these cool videos. Mm -hmm. It. I'm, I'm looking at that episode right now. Number one, it's in 4K, which uh, kudos. That's not Thank that's you. not something that's easily attained. Um, <laughs> and right now it's sitting at 10,000 views from three months ago. Yeah, that's that's actually hovering right around where my most watched video is. Um, which, if 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 I can rant for half a second about this, of course, of course. YouTube, um, YouTube sure did say. You know what? You can have one video that's massively popular, <laughs> but it's got to be the shit post one. <laughs> so I ended up making a um, parody or uh, an SFM remake of the. Uh, do you remember, like, dude, that's not a cat? Like, I'm going to put my cat on the mic and then it screams a bunch. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think him. I actually I saw that video. The, the the original one? Uh, both the original and the uh, the one that you made. Oh, oh, good. Well, so then you know how shitty it is. And how <laughs> there's no way that is the thing. That that thing, okay, but to be fair, that took like 15 hours to make, so. Mm -hmm. But that's just SFM being SFM. Yeah. So it's it's interesting. From, we have kind of a similar perspective then when it comes to like that one video that explodes. Mm -hmm. And then trying to reach that again and again and that's how you're gonna start to be more consistent how often do you yeah. how often do you typically put up videos on youtube <laughs> uh well my uh what what do you what exactly do you mean because there there's a very tough answer if i think uh you're, what you're saying um what i'm trying to get at is how important is consistency when it comes to youtube showing off your channel um it's it's not honestly uh it just kind of blows up here and there uh like for example my frag videos they usually don't get that many views but when i put out something that's really good uh and more edited and has a better thumbnail then uh yeah no it gets it basically it's a ton of views basically the more that i put the more work i put into the video the more views i get that's basically okay. how it goes well i think that that's kind of nice honestly to yeah, have that it, sort it's of great honestly that's a really good pattern to to keep in mind so um when it, you touch on it a little bit what strategies have you implemented when it comes to like advertising your videos thumbnail wise like outreach wise twitter hmm. like what do you what do you use what have you been using uh typically i use uh i used a lot of discord um and I actually have to thank Discord for a lot of my success. Uh, I, I'm i in a lot of uh, like TF2 servers and TF2 YouTuber servers. Mm. And I'll go into the self-promote -prom channel if they have one. And I'll just put my video in there. And I kind of just, that's basically where I post all my videos at. Um, other than that, um, I guess on my community tab uh, for my YouTube channel. But uh other than that, I really don't have any other socials that I uh, uh, post with. Okay, interesting. 
Um, do you have do you have any videos that are currently like in your pipeline? Hmm. Okay. Well, uh, I have a video. I actually have two videos that I'm currently working on. One is a review about the uh, the new uh, Scream Fortress update, and hmm. the other one is just a very general uh, and very detailed way to play scout and how newer players should break uh, play scout and how to break bad habits and genuinely given some good advice there and so far it's doing really well i can definitely say it's hands down my most edited video yet uh so i can't wait to release that okay um how long does it typically take to make one of uh, one of the videos that you put more effort into how much mm -hmm. time does it usually take Typically, uh, I believe my Force of Nature video took about 68 hours to make, somewhere around there. Um, and my Atomizer and my Funny Moments videos, I think those took about 50 hours to make. Uh, so they take a pretty long time, uh, but I take, I, I take a lot of breaks in between, so um, that number might not be entirely correct. But I know it's definitely over 50 hours most of the time. Okay. Uh, when I work on my big projects, what is the creative process like for one of those videos? Where, where, how does it start? Like as an idea, script writing, that kind of thing. Uh, well, I typically start out with ignoring my advice. Um, I'll, <laughs> I really need to break this habit. But what I do is I'll make the script first and then gather clips. What I need to start doing is getting clips and then. Uh, doing my script so that way I can interact with my video and show examples uh, instead of just having clip footage in the background that might be associated with what I'm saying, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but uh, in my creative process, it's usually just like... Uh, it just kind of comes to me, you know? Uh, my jokes and my ideas and what graphics I use, they all just kind of come up to me and... Basically, whatever looks cool uh, and looks the most educational or funny is usually what I'm going to use the most. And it just, it kind of clicks to me. Sometimes it'll be inspired by the dumbest things ever. Like, I, I don't remember what bit it was, but in one of my Force of Nature videos, one of my, uh, like, graphics in the video was based off of an epic rap battles of history video. Mm -hmm. uh, and a lot of my stuff is just inspired by the dumbest things uh but it works out really well in the end for me most of the time so yeah okay okay do you um how do you how do you feel youtube treats smaller channels like yours like ours? uh i think it rewards them uh most of the time uh sometimes uh you know they're not as forgiving but i think if you genuinely and I've had this thought since I first started making YouTube videos. If you genuinely make good YouTube videos and you start pumping them out and you just, you put effort and content and soul into that video, I assure you, you will get views. Okay. Uh, and that's, that's been my uh, mentality. And so far it's been working out like a charm, you know? Interesting. That's not a that's not a view that I've seen when it comes to a lot of the smaller content creators. It's tough because there's 
you know, there's... Uh, TF2 is such an interesting part of YouTube where it's not like... It's not easy to make a video about TF2 that's gonna gain traction and do well. If you're just gonna post, like, frag clips, no one's gonna... No one's gonna care. There's so many of those already. And yeah. unless you're, like... Unless you're, like, stabby, godlike, yeah. going crazy, or if you're, like... <laughs> I don't know, I'm trying to think of other ones. You're, you're a scoutman. You've probably seen JPEG before. Yeah. Like, that kind of skill already gets you a very good leg up. I, personally, am not very good at TF2. I'm kind of just there to look funny while I play and hope that people like that. Um, and, you know, that's totally fine, too. I mean, some people are good at things. Some people are good at other things, like uh, being funny at TF2, you know? It's true. I, I might not have the skill in TF2, but I like to think I can make a video or have good audio quality or something like that. I don't freaking know. Um, and so that's, I think that that's a really good point that you made that effort is the most important thing when it comes to, when it comes to growing on any platform at this point, you need to put effort mm -hmm. into it. You can't just puke something out and say, there you go. You can't just yeah. post, well, Unless you're a certain subset of person, you can't, you shouldn't just post YouTube short after YouTube short after YouTube short. Yeah. And then gain millions of views and then get away with it. But mm -hmm. we don't talk about that. <laughs> um, do you feel an increased pressure having, um, uh, as your popularity grows on YouTube, do you feel an increased pressure to work harder? Absolutely. Uh, Ever since my uh, my Force of Nature video, my Funny Moments video blew up, um, now when I make videos, I'm less lenient about what I do and do post. Like back in the day, I would make some pretty bad videos, uh, but nowadays, uh, since there's a lot of people watching my videos now, I kind of feel like I hold a, a slight responsibility to start uh, putting more effort and more work in my videos even if that means multiple script rewrites and even cutting out whole sections that may have taken hours upon hours to make just to make something uh good or up to a viewer's standard uh, of what they think my content is like uh mm. so definitely pressure has a big effect on me uh and honestly it uh, as they say, pressure makes diamonds. I think my content has improved a lot because of that, but it's also very stressful as a content creator because, you know, you still have to keep pumping out content and it's kind of difficult when, you yes. know, you got school and other stuff going on in your life. Especially when YouTube demands it of you. In order to oh, stay yeah. relevant, you better be posting somewhat consistently. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a really good point too. Well, so then for in the near future do you have any big plans coming to your channel big plans uh yep. well hmm uh one day uh i would maybe like to start my own steam group uh maybe hang out with a couple of big youtubers i guess uh but that's way far down the line that i don't think i'm even close to being a part of yet um mm -hmm. i might uh start making like videos outside of tf2 uh if push ever comes to shove um and people want to see less of tf2 and more something else 
Uh, mm. my, my channel will always be TF2 related, of course, but um, I might start, you know, branching off a little bit yeah. uh, and whatnot. But for now, my channel's totally TF2, and I don't really, I don't really have anything too big in mind. Okay. So I, th I think that that's, it's that, that whole, like, becoming, like, going and finally getting in, in cahoots with big TF2 YouTubers and stuff like that. I think that's a really good goal to have. And I think that that's something that they would be excited about, too. I, my brain immediately goes to, like, some of the, the, the great TF2ers that have since, like, stopped. Um, mm -hmm. I'm trying to think. I had one in mind just a second ago. Who was it? Is it is it Stabby who plays Spy? Yeah. Did he? That, did he uh, retire from? T I don't think so. He's been his upload schedule has been terrible though. Okay. Uh, but I don't think he's totally quit yet. Okay. And then there's stuff. People like Funk. Funk is one of the best YouTubers I've ever seen. You should go and watch them. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, but definitely not a TF2 YouTuber anymore. Not specifically mm. a TF2 YouTuber. And I think yeah. that it's our job. It's I think it's our, our, our... It's within our ability to fill in those spots that people have sort of left open. Um, which is a little bit weird to think about. It's just people growing and getting older and not wanting to do it anymore. So... I think that that's a really important thing for the smaller TF2 community to know. Like, kind of, yeah. kind of art, art, art turn up at the plate. If you think about it, I yeah, we'll all find our place to fit in somewhere. And so, garnering that small TF2 YouTuber community, I think, is very important in this phase. We should all be branching out to each other, webbing into this sort of like. Oh, this person worked with this person. Oh, and this person worked with this person. That's partially why I made this this series, and I can't wait to see it grow because with it, we're going to be able to see all of us little guys grow into what is hopefully equitable to those big guys that we watched back in the day and inspired Absolutely. Us. Is that neat to think about? I, I think it's so, so cool. Um, yeah. Well, that's all the questions that I had on my list. I'm trying to think of anything that might have come up. Um, you have you have any questions for me? Flip uh, flip the script. <laughs> uh, why did you start YouTube? I or TF2. T well, TF2. I started TF2 because my mom didn't let me play shooty games until uh, I was out of the house, and I said, "Okay, fine." I I. I graduated high school, went to college, and the first thing I did on my brand new college computer laptop was get Skyrim and Team Fortress 2. <laughs> and then I played those to spite my mom. And now I started the U I started the I've had the a YouTube channel for a long time. If you go onto my channel, you can see me back in like middle school making videos, which don't watch because they're all terrible, but also kinda watch because they're funny. Um and so I knew that I wanted to keep on doing this stuff. I like right now I run a television studio, like that's my day job. And so production mm. is my, is what I like to do. But instead of doing it for people who come in with crap tons of money and, and want me to just record them talking about nothing all day, I'd rather 
record me talking about a game that I like to play. Mm. So that's kind of why I started. Interesting, interesting thinking about it. Maybe I'll have to do a parody episode of this show with me on the other end too. <laughs> that'd be that'd be that'd be entertaining to say the least. I think. Yeah. Um. So I guess another question I have for you. I want to run around in TF2 as Scout with you. Of course. And I think that we should terrorize some people. Um, whenever, uh, honestly, yeah. whenever you get the chance, because um, two skunks in the same lobby, that's going to be great. And I can already picture the thumbnails for that video. Oh, yeah. What's the, the, the arm, the, the handshake meme? Yeah. One of them, I don't know. We can figure it out. We will yeah. plan something, because I think it'd be super fun to to get to do something with the other scout TF tuber that I've met. Um, and so just to, to, to top off this, this conversation, um, how could people, how could people follow you? What are your, what are your plugs? Uh, <laughs> well, uh, you go ahead and go to my YouTube channel, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, I have a little mm -hmm. discord server community thing too. So you can always check that out. Um, I'm in it. It's great. The people are awesome in there. Oh very, yeah, very kind. Yeah, they're they're very awesome. Um, and honestly, I don't really have any other socials than that. Uh, I don't have Twitter, uh, Instagram, anything like that. Um, so the Discord, the YouTube, people should smash that subscribe button. Absolutely, and demolish hit the, the bell. like yep, yeah, the bell. You always have to hit the bell. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, and okay. comment below. And comment below. You gotta feed the algorithm monster. Absolutely. For the love of God, let us pay rent this year, this this month, please. Okay, well, cool. It's been great having you on. You you seem like a super super chill dude, and it's really Thank nice you. to get to talk to some of the to some of the the TF tubers that are kind of in my sect of what's going on on YouTube. So that's gonna be the end of this show. Everybody who's listening. Thank you very much. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have somebody that you want me to talk to next, comment it, um, tweet at me, uh, join my Discord, and yell at me there. Literally, any way you want to get a hold of me, there's a way. Um, and I will be reading every single one of those comments and replies because I am curious as to who you guys want to see on here. Once again, thank you very much to Nerd Sauce for coming thank on the you. show. It's an honor here. It's, it's really, it's a such a, such a pleasure to be here it's all returned right back to you all right and we will see everybody next time